what's going on everyone welcome back to the naked men podcast my name as always is nathan and hi ben hi i'm always ben you're always ben this is good to know good to know uh ben how do you survive the heat with a lot of aircon, a lot of fan, and just sweating a lot. Like, I sweat, like, 90% of the day. There's been, like, very little time in my day for the last couple of years when I don't just sweat. Oh, well, we've been breaking 30 degrees here, which is probably, like, a normal day for you. It is. Like, 30 is not... It would be good. Right now, it's 32, and it's pretty, pretty like, kind of cold day. Usually, it's, like, 35 right now, 36. Jesus. That's a cold day for you. Yeah. Has everyone got like huge ski coats on? <laughs> no. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes, sometimes I see you fucking do like a jump from like what, what? How are you doing? It's reached a stage where like you you know what it's like here in Britain where people just walk around topless all the time, like, oh, yeah? like the huge beer belly lads got their got their Bra- Newcastle Bran Ale in hand at like ten a.m. Fucking bowling round oh, pet. Yeah, lads being lads. That's just me, That's though. Bad. It's me by myself. <laughs> Newcastle brand. <laughs> Newcastle brand. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking walking fucking across. Fucking West Ham United uh, tattoo on your sleeve. Yeah, just like bowling it around the Tyneware Bridge. Just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Disturbing the peace. Yeah. Giving everyone coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> so, that guy exists. That guy definitely exists in England right now. Oh yeah, there is one hundred percent loads of people. Like, well, I see them like every day. <laughs> so <laughs> these people exist. <laughs> Stereotypes <laughs> exist for a reason. I see. <laughs> and that's the ugliest one we have in England. Hundred percent. It's the ugliest one. People. Are, oh no, we're not like that because like seven people aren't like that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump straight into it this week. Uh, sequels are all the rage. Ben, I don't know yeah. if you've ever heard of sequels. I've only watched a couple in my life, to be fair. Uh, well, the reality is everything needs a sequel. Yeah. This podcast needs a sequel, which is because we've done this before. So this is the sequel. <laughs> it's like the 70th, 70th sequel. It is. It is like the, the Matrix is getting another movie. Bill and Ted is getting another movie. I don't know why I'm just picking on Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> it's a fast John Wick four yeah. and five have been like uh, confirmed. They they have they have the man loves sequels. Uh, the Fast and Furious movies, which go kind of beyond sequels at this point. I swear the next one's like Fast Nine, and they've had like two spin-offs. They better go to space at some point. I think they should go to space. Yeah. The entire family is in um, what's Vin Diesel's character called? John. Uh, Don. No, not John. <laughs> John. <laughs> it's just called John. Um, all the family, Michelle Rodriguez, all of them just die in space. Yeah, could be a good way to blast it off. They just act in, like, destroy the world. What was that George Clooney, Sandra Bullock movie where they were in space? Oh, Gravity? Was yeah. Gravity? That's yeah. what should happen, is it should explode. They should all be floating around, and then George <laughs> Clooney and Sandra Bullock should catch them. They <laughs> <laughs> should. This is a sequel we need to make right now. See, just blast them out. Gravity is it? Um, gravity, fast and furious. Gravity, fast gravity, furious. What's the guy who invented gravity called? Isaac Newton. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Isaac Newton presents. No, because it's fast and furious. So Isaac Newton's Fast and the Furious presents a family movie. Gravity, Interstellar. Too fast, <laughs> no gravity. Yeah, that's the one. Too fast, that's no it. gravity. <laughs> it's just cut to Jason Statham and The Rock, just like partying <laughs> on Hawaii with The Rock's tequila. <laughs> I had an idea the other day to, uh, and I was gonna, I was gonna peel back the sticky curtain of rogue opinions and say that I had an idea the other day to buy a bottle of all the celebrity booze. It was cost. Yeah, that was what stopped me because I think I'll yeah. get some Ryan Reynolds gin, some rock tequila, uh, loads of wrestlers to make uh, wine Dan at the moment. Ackroyd. He's got like some vodka. <laughs> God, Stan Ackroyd is vodka. <laughs> he, he didn't. He didn't make it. He's just drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. 
uh, Conor McGregor makes whiskey. And then oh, I was yeah? just going to do like reviews of each one. Mm. Uh, but the price was ridiculous. So I like to see. I thought, okay, Aviation Gin, Ryan Reynolds Gin, not too bad. The Rocks Tequila. Yeah. Oh, we're getting a little bit bad here. <laughs> it's like, I'm uh, looking it up. It's $30, $30 apparently. It's not too bad. It's not terrible. Yeah, it's also not available in the UK yet that I could yeah. find. So, so that's going to be. Price is going to be like 20 quid. Yeah. But I don't know. When, when did it become a thing? for celebrities to need to have booze like named after them they just want like a thing they want like they want like perfume or shoes or i don't know headphones like they, they want a thing they want just an item be like this is my thing is that like, i'm gonna sell it just like it does make pretty good business sense as well i'm sure these like the aviation gene i'm sure the rocks tequila probably is pretty great i don't yeah. know i have no i have no uh proof of this but it's like just marketing works for me, so I'm like, yeah, I want to try the rock, the rock tequila. I want to be yeah, like, so I'm a, I feel a little bit connected with the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> who is the least famous person whose booze you would buy? Like, how far down the totem pole? Do you I to would go? buy Dan Aykroyd's vodka because it's called like, it's called uh, like Crystal Skull vodka or some shit. Like he believes in. Like, oh, is it the one that's? It is the one that's shaped like a skull. Yeah, he that's Dan Aykroyd. Like, Jesus, they, yeah. I see that in all the fancy bars, but it's like super expensive. Is it? Yeah, I've heard it's good. I've heard it's like really clean. Like it doesn't even taste like vodka; it just tastes like water, which is pretty dangerous. It's just water. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan Aykroyd, he like he got some knockoff Smirnoff filled up half the oh, skull yeah. with that and the rest with water. <laughs> Just the rest of water, yeah. rest of like Highland Springs. Like, here you go. <laughs> but no, how, so Dan Aykroyd is the least famous person who's booze you would buy. But there are people less famous. I'm sure I'd buy to, to just like, try it out, you know. I would like, buy, I'd love Bill Pullman <laughs> to bring out like a really refined whiskey. Yeah. Like a bit, it's like cost like seventy dollars, seventy quid. Oh, it's one of the ones that no one ever buys. So you go into those like uh, alcohol, like fancy alcohol whiskey shops, and it's mm. always uh, whatever bottle you pick up of Bill Pullman's whiskey, it's always dusty because no one's touched it for yeah. ages, and that's <laughs> how you know. So you blow on it, you're like, oh wow, the president from Independence Day made this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably try that too. Yeah, that's really nice. But I don't think I would buy anything Jared Leto made. Oh, I totally would. Jared Leto should make like condoms or something. Like you know that guy just fucks well, up. He, he did on Suicide Squad, didn't he? He sent like his castmates used condoms because yeah, he was like, such a, he's a method actor, isn't he? But that's too much. You're, you're sending someone come in a box. Essentially. Yeah, that's, that is oh, a sex crime. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm surprised Margaret Robbie didn't like sue after that. Oh, she 100% should have. I bet whatever Jared Leto sold, no matter what it was, it could be like a bottle of Jack Daniels or a condom or a teddy. For some reason, there'll be a razor blade in it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, a condom or a razor blade. That's not a good idea. Yeah, it would just be a ra- <laughs> Yeah, you'd have to check first. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. Because he looks... Like, I don't want to just rag on Jared Leto, but he looks like he's just covered in knives sure <laughs> yeah i mean that's gonna that's gonna be hard to maintain you know like, he's, just, he's just got knives taped on him there's one like cleaver <laughs> just up his butt cheeks you're like yeah walking around that, that'll be really hard to maintain but yeah i wouldn't be surprised no i think it's like gta where it, it's he doesn't look like they're on him but for some reason you're carrying like 200 guns at once <laughs> yeah yeah but it's Jared Leto. He's just like he, when he goes through like airport security, it's a ten-minute ordeal for him to get all his knives out, putting it everywhere. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I. I. I but he's really, he's quite a skinny lad. He has got big. He's got a lot of hair. So maybe he can hide some guns in there, some knives and guns. You know, just put them on little little hair bands and wrap them around. <laughs> the ends of his hair are just all cut razor blades, so he just whips <laughs> his hair around to attack people. Yeah, that should be that should be like a villain. I don't want to see Jared Leto in a movie ever again. You're not going to see Morbius. 
No, oh, fake blade. I don't know. Yeah. Is he actually is. a vampire in this, or is it like the cartoon where he I sucks he, blood through his hands? I think he's actually going to suck people like normally, like a vampire with three teeth. He's going to suck people. <laughs> it's actually Jared Leto when he's like nineteen, when he's like nineteen years old. That's what the story's about. Why does he get cast in shit? He's he's a good actor. He does some good stuff. I think it's just Joker that's left such a bad taste in everyone's mouth. I think it is because, like, he was great in that. What's that film he won an Oscar on? He was really good in that. Um, fucking, I don't know. But like, he's been good in like pretty much everything I've seen him in, except except Suicide Squad. He didn't make the best impression of Joker. He didn't. But then he also didn't. To, to be fair to the to the to the knife wielding maniac, he also didn't get much of a chance. No, he was in the film like fifteen minutes. I swear. Like, I know we, we I think we spoke about it last time, but the, the Zack Snyder cut of Suicide Squad. Do, yeah. Would we want to see the full cut of what Suicide Squad was meant to be? But kind of, maybe. Like, I'm actually kind of more interested in seeing that than the Zack Snyder version of, of, of Justice League. Um, Dallas Buyers Club, before we get shouted out. That, that was the movie. Yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Good movie. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so apparently because when it came out, when Suicide Squad was like in the cinemas, Jared Leto was really pissed off because apparently there's like a movie worth of Joker material just left on the cutting room floor. I'd be quite interested to see that 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 uh, movie because I feel like he's not terrible. He's just he was just going for like a different approach. He was going for like the 2016 uh, version of like a. a a gangster, like a like a like a mobster a guy with like who has like face tattoos and says like fire and YOLO and whatever. Which I hate that guy, but like they could make a good version of that. I think that that was the problem is that they just didn't make the Joker interesting. But that movie, Jared Leto's Joker, was like that is last on the list of problems Suicide Squad had. Yeah, very much. Because yeah. like, really, really, what happened was Joker didn't actually need to be there. Because they had yeah. that other stupid villain, the fucking witch lady. Oh, yeah, the witch lady, yeah. Whoever that yeah. lady was. Um, so was, it Del- was it Carla Delevingne? Yeah, Carla Delevingne as like, the Enchantress. And all she did was like, belly dance. Pretty much, yeah. Which is dance. fair enough. I, would, I wouldn't mind watching Carla Delevingne belly dance. But like... Kinky. Uh, but like, she was... <laughs> <laughs> but there was also some like her brother was some just big ass demon guy that they thought <laughs> yeah. like Suicide Squad is literally just the most like generic superhero shit you can think of there's no I feel like there's very little like, flavour the only thing I liked in it was that like, Will Smith I like and uh, uh, Margaret Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn that was the only two good things about it you know what they should have done they should have set the movie between Batman stories so Batman's out of commission for some reason. Sure. Like you can you can easily make up a reason. You could say like, oh, he's just got finished dealing with the court of owls. He's fucked up. He's in a coma. Yeah. Or like, and Alfred's like, Master Wayne can't come out to play today. And then like, um, <laughs> sorry, I meant Batman. And then uh, <laughs> so then the Joker does some Joker shit, and everyone's like, fuck. Yeah. And that's when uh, cool lady. Whose name I've just forgotten. Who's the lady in charge of Suicide Squad called? Oh, Amanda Waller. That's it. She's like, shit, we've run out of superheroes. Um, so I'm going to need to build a Suicide Squad to stop Joker. And then you don't need the Enchantress. That's true. That's true. That would be better. And the whole it, thing is that maybe, maybe Harley Quinn is trying to pay that double agent for the Joker. But in the yeah. end, she decides to actually go against him. That would, that would have been a much better movie. Yeah, maybe... So- that's what the sequel is going to be. Way. So, yeah, we were supposed to be talking about sequels. We did start that off, but then we got onto some way more interesting shit. So some movies don't need sequels, but all movies get sequels because Hollywood likes money. Uh, so, But, Ben, what is a sequel that you would like to see? Is that how you're pitching this, or are you pitching it yes. as one you think? I'd like okay. Well, one of them, the first one I was sorry, I actually think this could happen. Because they're going to make, we talked about it earlier, but Fast and Furious. They're going to make so many, they're going to burn this shit to the ground. They're going to make it Fast and Furious until they just can't anymore. So, 
Fast and Furious. I want an old, decrepit, retired Fast and Furious movie where Dom has like Alzheimer's. One of them, I don't know, the, uh, who's the guy who like was that Brian's friend? Who's the comedy guy in Fast and Furious? Who's that guy played one? Uh, Tyrese. I know, Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson, I think. He has like loose bowels. And <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> She's shitting everywhere. <laughs> Ludicrous has like a, a hip problem. And the rock is just the same. The rock's like the same. The rock's exactly the same as he looks now. And he's like 90. He's just like, How, what, what happened to this guy? And uh, yeah, so they've got one last, they've got one last job to do. They always say one last ride, like every movie. But this is actually going to be the last ride because they're probably not going to survive it. The shape they're in, they're probably not going to survive it. So they go for one last ride because basically they're just bored of fuck. They're in retirement. Like the rock still works out like three hours a week. By the way, I have no idea what his character is called in the Fast and Furious series. Uh, so yeah, he just still works out. Is he Hobbs or is he Shaw? He, he is Hobbs, I believe, actually. Okay. He is something Hobbs. So Hobbs, he's still a beast. And uh, yeah, so he's, they're all just bored as fuck. So like, what can we do? What can we do to relieve the glory days? The days where we were actually badasses, where we went and did shit, rather than watching Countdown and, and Antique Road Show. So they go and they try and steal a huge vault using jet skis. This is, there's a bunch of different like jobs they're going to do. They're going like, to do three. First, they're going to steal like, a massive vault from like Vladimir Putin. And using just bat, just jet skis. And the rock's like the only one who can actually do it. The rest are just like stumbling. They can't even like uh, rev them. Because they're just like, their skin is too like saggy, saggy at this point. So like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. The next one is they have to steal a supercar that can fly. It's like, it's like the Tesla 11 or some shit. So it has, it has, uh, it has propulsion systems. It has jetpack technology, whatever. It can fly. It can just fly through the air, right? And they steal it using web shooters because Spider-Man's not a thing anymore, apparently. So they just steal, like, Andrew Garfield's web shooters and they, and they like, rape Tom Holland and steal his. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, they're just called web shoot. They've always got one, like, web shoot, but they're all, like, really shit. They just smack their heads against buildings all the time. But obviously the rock is, like, amazing. They just carries the whole team. But eventually they've just, like, got, like, old Vin Diesel, old Ludacris, old Tyrese. Just on his on his back and he's like web shooting for the tea. And uh, yeah, and he steals like the ballot, the best car in the world. The final one is uh, so the final what it's built up to is actually they realized that the rock had an, had an unborn child a long time ago. And it's actually, it's actually the second coming of Allah. This child has been like <laughs> Jesus. This child has just been like glowing for like years, but it hasn't grown at all. It's, it's basically people realize it's just never going to age. So it's just going to be this kid who's going to age like really slowly and just live like 5,000 years or some shit. And uh, yeah, basically they, they steal that with the Batmobile. They go and they get, they have got the web shooters, got a, a badass flying car, but they've also got the Batmobile. And they, they recruit Michael Keaton as the Batman, who's also old and decrepit at this point. Because I don't know, this film is going to be made in like 20 years. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. We've got Batman, we've got The Rock, we've got old Fast and Furious crew with Alzheimer's. We've got, we've got a film. We've got a badass film where you have Batmobile, you have web shooters, and you have you have all the people you want. My God. It's the best movie of all time. It's, at least, it is perfect for The Fast and Furious because it is just everything. It is everything, yeah. yeah. There's nothing not in this movie. I like the fact The Rock is some kind of like Jesus figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. I love it. It's going to get made. Um, what what cars do they drive like every day now that they're like decrepit old people? Oh, What's like that like everyday run around? They never go over second gear. Like most of <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, I think a movie that is that could easily require a sequel is the core okay uh, have you seen the call i don't think so but it's about volcanoes right it's not about volcanoes what happens in the core is the core of the earth stops spinning 
which then fucks up like all the gravitational field around the earth and everything uh so they have to drill down in a drill truck Mm. through the earth's core uh to well through the like the crust and everything like that to get to the core to to set off a big nuke so that it starts spinning again okay so cool. it's 2003 action kind of junkie like reverse armageddon okay <laughs> so, so it's got aaron eckhart and hillary swank and people like that in it so what i think should happen is this time instead of the core stopping spinning the first layer of the earth that we're like sat on should start spinning. <laughs> it just goes really, really fast. All just yeah. falling so it's like a conveyor belt. <laughs> it just starts <laughs> going around. Oh. Yeah. Like getting fast. So it starts off at like half a mile per hour. And yeah. then like, it just gets like quicker yeah. a little bit every single day. So like yeah. on after like a year, we're going like 30. Treadmilling the whole time. Yeah, so you get Aaron Eckhart and Hilary Swank back. Uh, yeah. ov- obviously, oh, duh. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, obviously, you do. You get uh, DJ Qualls back as the hacker, and everything like that. Uh, you get some other like younger people in there, like you can get Chris Pratt or and people and him. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, I think, should be in it. I know he's not younger, but yeah. I just think he needs a scene where he just walks up. And just goes, you guys have got to do this. And he just walks away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's perfect. So what do they do? They can't drill down to the core this time. Because the core is fine. The core is meant to be spinning. So how do they yeah, stop yeah. the first layer? And they go to the only person who can possibly help them in this situation is Elon Musk. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk should go to film. I mean, he's yeah. Been doing yeah, they go to like Elon Musk's weird island where he's just like hanging out with Joe Rogan and PewDiePie. Uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg can be there as well. And it's just a cl- like, you know, those things where it's like there's a big mist cloud and it's like, oh, I don't know if we're getting there. And then the mist breaks and you see whatever yeah, you're looking yeah. for. It's oh, that, yeah. but it's, it's weed smoke. <laughs> oh, <Obviously. yeah. laughs> it's like a bubble of weed like smoke. Like in the third Pokemon movie. Yeah. yeah, but it's hiding this island. Which is mm. Elon Musk's island. Oh. Yeah. That's and, an island for a living. Yeah, and it turns out it was actually him that started this whole thing off. Uh, <laughs> by like making what, some, what kind of, yeah, yeah. some kind of weird contraption. They just wanted to see what would happen. So there's just like a button to turn it off. And then the last uh, 15 minutes is just like a montage over some Aerosmith songs of the <laughs> load of them just getting high. <laughs> So they just like they go to this island and they just talk to Elon and they're like, "All right, yeah, we understand." So yeah. why why did Elon start uh, putting on the machine? Well, he was super. He was still really pissed off with everyone about that uh, cave thing where he wanted to use his contraption to get those divers out of their cave. Sure. And then and then they were like, they were like, <laughs> Elon, we've done it. <laughs> and he got super Wake annoyed. Up. He called yeah. that guy a pedo, and. Uh, yeah. But most of it, I think, I think, now this is, this is outside of my bit. I genuinely think Elon Musk is bored 100% of the time. Maybe. I feel like he's so busy. He's so, like, he's got so much shit going on. Like, he's literally got in charge of, like, four different companies doing, like, revolutionary shit. (laughs) Like, he's got so much going on. I don't know what, I don't think Elon actually knows what boredom is. He's just like terrified of bored, being bored, so he's just like, ah, I'm gonna do everything. Yeah. I think that as well. So we all know he loves memes, um, and he's appeared in in a PewDiePie video. So I presume in they're presuming they're friends, and then <laughs> actually appeared in a PewDiePie video. Yeah. All right. Yeah, him and his mate were like, um, PewDiePie does this. Well, he used to. I don't know if he still does it. He used to do a show where he would just like review the latest memes on the internet. And then um, he got Elon Musk to guest host it. That's really cool. I'm going to watch that as soon as we're done here. Um, so I'm just going to presume they're friends. And I, I, are we going to pretend that Snoop Dogg and Elon Musk aren't probably... They don't at least have each other's numbers. They, they minimum. Yeah. yeah, they definitely do. I feel like Snoop Dogg is like a secret genius. I feel like Snoop Dogg is a secret Nick Fury in the world. 
he is a he's secret like, genius because I saw this thing the other day where it was like a magazine cover from like the 90s and it was about Snoop Dogg getting done for, for murder. And then it was like the latest yeah. thing Snoop Dogg is after is is um is doing and he was just appearing on some daytime cook show. And it was yeah. like, how did he do this? <laughs> that is really weird. It's like, yeah, Snoop Dogg has murdered someone and everyone's like, he's funny, he's the weed he's guy. <laughs> It's mad, is it? Yeah, it's pretty weird. How did he pull that off? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. How He's did Puff Daddy get away with uh, putting the hit on Tupac? That's a weird thing. So strange. So strange. Yeah. Oh, we're probably gonna get murdered by Snoop Dogg now. Probably. Come on, me sleepy. Um, I mean, I'm already get. I'm gonna get ISIS on my ass because it's saying because I said Allah. So. <laughs> so I know what you guys are probably thinking. Uh, there's no drilling in my sequel to the core, but deal with it. Just deal with it. Yeah, just deal, deal with it. it. Not everything has to be about you. Yeah. If you want drilling, get a drill. If yeah. Drill it yourself. Maybe there'll be one scene where like Aaron Eckhart is putting up some shelves. So and it's just <laughs> one of those really close-up artsy shots yeah, of yeah. him drilling the screw into the wall. And at first you think he's like drilling like into the core, but then it's like it zooms out perfect there we go loads of drilling uh so yeah that's that's the core to uh journey to the island that sounds like an amazing film that that i would i'd love to see that film because there's a lot of my favorite people in the world in it or favorite celebrities there's a lot of weed smoke i just like the fact that like you go to elon's island and he's just like yeah i'll turn it off i'll turn the weird rotating uh machine off I just did it for a laugh. Just did it for the memes, mate. Did it for the lols. Oh, you know, we instead of him doing it for a laugh, how about he his island he spots on a map that his island could be in a more desirable location in terms oh, yeah. of where it is on the earth. Sure. So then when he's like, Elon, why are you doing this? And he's like, Well, like I the resale value of this island is now two and a half percent higher because I am here on the planet. Yeah. And then everyone's like, well, I don't understand selling. So fine, we just agree with him. But do you mind not doing it again? And Elon's like, sure, okay, man. It's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> I just give like one of those weird high fives where you like hug someone a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he goes to high five um, uh, Aaron Eckhart. And Aaron Eckhart thinks he's going in for a hug. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's a really awkward. <laughs> Yeah, what? Fifteen minute montage of smoking weed. That's yeah. the best way to film. <laughs> oh, well, what's coming after that at our movie festival? I think on the on the on on the topic of weed smoking, on the topic of I guess on the topic of Earth, on the topic of being green, is taken green version. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't even think of a, a name for this until right now. So, green version. We have, so, Greta Thunberg has been kidnapped by Boris Johnson, Trump, and Putin because <laughs> they're both profiting off of the killing of the environment. And they want, she's waking people up. She's making people realise, oh yeah, we shouldn't be as bad as our environment. So these, what should we call these guys? These these villains of our time, these real life fucking fantasies. Should we call them, uh, should we call them Doom Squad? The Doom Squad. The Doom Squad, I love it. Can we have a scene where um where Putin and Trump are having a conversation and then Boris presents the name. He goes, Okay guys, I uh I think we should be called uh, the Doom Squad. Doom Squad. People love it. People love it. <laughs> yeah. And uh what the fuck? And he's like, the Doom Squad are here. <laughs> like he puts on like his costume, the other the other guy's just in his suit and he's going like do you, do you do man? He's like, guys, you didn't bring the fucking costumes. No, I think you should have those hoodies that uh, people uh, buy when they go on like their first like lads or girls holiday to like Ibiza. <laughs> Pussy squad. Yeah. It's got Doom Squad 2020 on the back. <laughs> the lads. On the front, they've got like, names like Big Dick and oh, Black Cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Doom Squad. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they've they've, uh, they've got their own armies. They've got um, uh, they've got Tories and rednecks and humongous Russian dudes as their separate ar- armies. And uh, yeah, Liam Neeson 
guy from Taken has to go and go and fight him. But he has a team member. Who's his team member? I don't, I don't know. Who is it? It's uh, Qui Gon Jinn. Oh my god! They're twins separated at birth. In the multiverse, they come together, and then they, then they have to go <laughs> rescue Greta Thunberg. They have to write. They have to fight rednecks with AKs and then swastika tattoos. They got to like Tories with caviar in their pockets. They got to buy a big Russian dudes whose names are like Vlad. <laughs> Just big Vlad. <laughs> big Vlad, but big he's Vlad, like five, five foot five. And then there's just <laughs> Vlad, and he's like six eight. <laughs> yeah, tiny. <laughs> Is there any way could we have Liam Neeson, Qui Gon Jinn, and then just Steve Martin? Sure. <laughs> Steve Martin's <laughs> cracking jokes. So, yeah. Oh, I see. He's, like, he's just like the comedy character. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Either that, or to put a real downer on it, Liam Neeson's character from Schindler's List. Sure. Is it maybe turn his ways around? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> what would he do? Just be like, what? He'd be like a double agent. Yeah, he's, yeah. Everyone thinks he's a double agent, but actually, he's just a really, he's just really awkward in social situations. So you always think he's up to something, but really, he just wants to be on his own. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just changes ways, and no one believes him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, taking green version. They go into a mad fight. So they they go through many different universes, and every once in a while, another version of Liam Neeson comes out. We have uh, the guy when he when he when he fought Wolves with uh, in the grey. We got like you said, Shin is this version. We got, um, we got just, uh, just the dad from Love Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every version of Liam Neeson is just in this film for like summer two minutes, summer summer for like forty minutes. <laughs> It's so weird. It's like, can they kill one version of Liam Neeson? And then they're like, oh, good. And then all the other Liam Neesons, like, descend from the ceiling. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, that's like the final fight. It's, 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 it's the ace in the pocket. Like, you've seen, you've seen like, maybe, like, four Liam Neesons, and they've, like, gone out. But the one they kill is actually the dad from, like, Love Actually. <laughs> yeah. It's like the sweet version of Liam Neeson. Like, How fucking dare you? <laughs> Imagine him walking in the room and just being like, sorry guys to interrupt, I'm just a bit lost. And they just shoot him. <laughs> My son's looking for a girl at the airport. Where are you? And they just killed the little kid as well. <laughs> Such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Taken green version. That's it. I love it. That's the best movie you've ever thought of. Probably. Like, I'm writing the script right now. What's, uh, what's, your, what's your next idea, sir? I think to stay on the kind of disaster movie train, it should be the day after tomorrow. But I want it to be a sequel called The Day Before Tomorrow. Sure. So today? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of just uh, kind of a walk of life, uh, kind of post the disaster where everyone's kind of trying to recover. And yeah. it's just the first person who started... Um, he started making YouTube vlogs again. <laughs> so what it needs to be, and I think it needs to be someone really young. So in this movie, uh, who would be like a vlogger. So I'm thinking probably like Jacob Tremblay, sure, uh, or the girl who was in Wolverine, whose name I can never remember, or something. And they've just got to find a camcorder, but the camcorder obviously is facing the person who's dead because they were yeah. filming it. They were doing like a self-shot video during the disaster. So you can just get the dead body of some famous vlogger because then you can have some cool bit where they're in the movie. Uh, yeah. even they're only in it for like two seconds, but they can then... That? Yeah, then they can make like a YouTube video called My Day On Set. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they find that camera and they get inspired by watching the vlogs on the tape and they just start vlogging post-disaster. Now, I'm going for kind of the Cannes Film Festival kind of awards with this one. I'm not thinking Oscars. So it needs to be artsy as shit. Oh, yeah. The, like the entire time. So nothing happens in this movie is what I'm saying. There's like five minute shots of just like leaves blowing as a character. A hundred percent. There's like there's like long shots of just bits of buildings falling down. <laughs> <laughs> just really slowly over time. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and yeah, and it's just this person just walking around and being like, okay, um, I've just made it to like down what used to be downtown New York, and then they zoom in on you know the um, the building that was the newspaper in Spider-Man movies. Oh that yeah, that triangle one. She just zooms in on it, and like half of it has fallen off. Um, it's two and a half hours long. Yeah, yeah. and there's only like five scenes. Well, the final half an hour is actually her trying to find a good enough signal to upload it to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so over like a half an hour credits. The upload just... count? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and the credits is just over the top of that thing going from like 2%, 3%, 4%. Yeah. <laughs> it's that long. You literally got to stay in the cinema. And there's like an actual incredible post uh, after credit scene. You just have to watch. It teases the return of like, Iron Man. Yeah. And you think that there's one point where you think it's about to kick off because she sees this family and it looks like the guy's like chopping up a body or something. Yeah. But then you get closer in and he's actually just like chopping vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we're fine. Do you want some food? And then she gives him he gives her some food. Yeah. Oh, the day before oh. tomorrow, which is just a long way of saying today. <laughs> How bad has, has, has the epidemic got at this point? How how post-apocalyptic are, are we thinking? Is in this the, like Mad Max? Or? Well, in the film, it made it look like it was the end of the world, didn't it? Yeah. But really, like, the weather cleared up and everything was kind of fine. Like, it wasn't like... Loads of people were dead, but, like, buildings are still up and everything like that. So yeah. I'm thinking, like, imagine what The Last of Us would have looked like before the plants grew. Okay. So yeah, buildings were still up, but yeah. like there was, there was a little bit of flooding in place. There's a bodies about, yeah. Yeah, like the worst thing you're going to see is a is a dead body. Yeah, that's a pretty bad thing to see. Yeah. yeah, the dead bodies are in the road, but you can still go upstairs in a Starbucks. <laughs> that's good. You can know, get a free Wi-Fi and charge your phone up. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's going to be so much product product placement in this movie as well, like Starbucks everywhere. There's going to be like some cafe Subway. Yeah. yeah, like loads of subways. Um, there's just going to be a guy who runs in the background of one shop wearing like a Pepsi t-shirt. <laughs> they have like long swigs of Bud Light and they show it to the camera. <laughs> the only thing she drinks in the movie is Bud Light. <laughs> but she always finds like a perfectly placed body. She's like, oh man, yeah. I haven't drunk anything today. And then she just picks up a Bud Light off the side. Refreshing. The king of beers. <laughs> it really is like what a YouTube vlogger would be like in the apocalypse, which is still taking ad deals. Yeah. Halfway Thank through the movie, she's like, okay, guys, people. sorry to interrupt today's video, but I just want to tell you about my new favourite app. Squarespace. Yeah. <laughs> I can not know how to make a website before this, but now I know yeah. with Squarespace. <laughs> You can get 10% off if you type in Dickhead 10. So a lot of you have been asking about my skincare routine. <laughs> and people are like, what? This is an apocalypse. He's just pulled out like, loads of makeup and stuff. You murdered three people in the last season. <laughs> God, that would be amazing if she she like had to fight someone who was feral. She got covered in blood. And then she goes to an ad for how she cleans her like clothes. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> This is a really good idea for like, a documentary. It would, it would be amazing. This is a great idea for a movie. Like something like Such super satirical about YouTubers in the apocalypse. Yeah, this is a fantastic idea. If YouTube read, like if they want this, 50, no, not 50, 500 grand you can have it. Yeah, each, each. I might you write this movie. It's really yeah. funny to me. We're going to both send in drafts, just mash them, mash them together. Keep all the most fucked up jokes. Keep all the shit when I'm like slightly racist in it. You might as well. <laughs> Can we make this movie when you're back? Because <laughs> it's <is> really <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. This might be our best idea. It probably is. Do we still get? Do you think we get Roland Emmerich to direct the sequel as well? I'm presuming he's not dead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, we should direct it. That guy doesn't know shit about directing. We should get like. We should get who's the most popular YouTuber in the world. Like PewDiePie, Jenna Marbles and fucking... You know who we get? You know who we get to do it? We get that Asian kid who just unboxes toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, yeah. Yeah. I know you mean like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the channel is called, but yeah, it's like the most 
a channel on YouTube. It's like unboxing toys for kids. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> get him to walk around like a derelict Newcastle. I, I honestly think their parents are probably the most happy people in the world. Like, we fucking killed it. Made so much bank. All we'd buy is some fucking toys with this little twat and we let them open them and we film it. And we've got like millions and millions and millions of pounds, maybe a billion pounds. Like, they are fucking laughing. No, no one's ever had more luck in making money than the, the parents of this little kid. Oh, they definitely milk it because he's just come out with like literally his own toy range. Really? Yeah. Like Ooh, he's it. too he's too young to be doing that. So they're definitely like, hey, we can make a bit more money off of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all power to them. But I would love to see him walk around a post-apocalypse just vlogging he just wants to unbox everything he's like oh I've got a human head in here Let's so. someone must have made this movie I'm going to look it up <laughs> please say no one's made it because I really want to make it oh, there's vlogs of it like people doing it as a joke but not a full on movie yeah, yeah. it should be a full on movie <laughs> I'm going to make it I'm going to write a script <laughs> It's happened. That's generally a brilliant idea. It's the best idea I've ever had. But um, all right, well, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's get one more done each, and then we can go one make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Borat re-education through the Western countries. I don't know if that's the title of the first one, but I'm just going to go with it. So re-education, Borat of 2020. He goes around in <laughs> day trying to find his wife. He wants to. He wants to have the perfect wife, the perfect woman. So he goes, oh, by the way, he's like super rich now. He's like, because of all how popular the first documentary was, he, he got like 10 million pounds and that's just made him a king. So he's got like loads and loads of money and he's come to LA to find the most beautiful woman on the earth, in his opinion. With all this like plastic surgery, all the really fat lips and the huge arses and the massive tits. All the plastic <laughs> in the world. He thinks it's the most beautiful thing in the world. He's like, oh, very nice. And, uh, yeah, so he, he goes, he, he meanders L.A. And, uh, yeah, so he becomes rich and he comes, becomes like a bit, a little bit of like a Jay Gatsby character. He throws all these massive parties to find the most, and he just watches them through, like, holes in his room. He's like, who is the most beautiful woman in the world? And then he finds her. Eventually, he finds that he finds Kylie Jenner. He's like, <laughs> who is the most beautiful woman in the world? He's actually, actually, he can't decide which of the... Which of the jenner's or kardashians he loves the most so he kind of just goes and he just like starts like trying to date all of them but they all reject him because you know he's his weird uh, way of dating is like just grabbing people and throwing them over his shoulder or like tying them in a bag but yeah anyway he throws some uh, massive parties and there's like some of the biggest hollywood elite people here such as kevin hart sarah silverman you know obviously the rock's gonna come and jason statham Charlize Theron, why not? Uh, yeah, so all, all, all the greatest and, and best of Hollywood come to these parties because they're like huge. They're, they're spectacles. You're not someone if you're not at one of these parties. So, and Borat just wants to find love. He wants to find love and he thinks he's going to find that with whoever has the most plastic in their arse. <laughs> Borat, re-education through the Western countries. <laughs> I love it. I thought it would have been like a Borat. That's a good way to go. My idea was a Borat for a Borat sequel ages ago was just he had to deal with how sensitive everyone is now. <laughs> oh, he gets cancelled like seven times for the film. But he's like, ah, oh, what to do? It's a Wednesday. Like, he just doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good idea. That's another great movie. It is. I'll be, I, bet, I think Sasha and Barakone will be up for it. Because it's not going to lie, Borat's his favorite. Borat is one of the funniest films in the world to me. Like, it's so fucking non-PC. I, so, I love it so much. And it's so weird. But, yeah, I, I think Shasha Brown Cohen would be up for re, uh, re-examining the Borat character and, and revisiting it. Because he's not doing that much at the moment, I don't think. Uh, I doubt it, because he can't make comedy. Can you imagine if Sasha Brown Cohen made a comedy film now? Yeah. Everyone would yeah. fucking cry. <laughs> they'd all go and see it it would make like a billion dollars but yeah. then everyone would be like oh this movie shouldn't exist before everyone goes we made a billion dollars so people are going 
<laughs> People are liking it. And yeah. like you and me just laughing our heads off and we just get a beaten up. Like, oh, you, you said faggot in this film. Like, All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my, my final one goes to the Oscar winner from the last Oscars, Parasite. Yeah. Wonder, what a really, really, really good movie. Fantastic movie. But I what I want to do... Sorry, go on. I haven't actually seen it yet. I should. You should watch it. It's really good. You would like it. Yeah, probably. Uh, so in Parasite, the main story, the story is this poor family try like trick this rich family into thinking they could do things for them. So they lie about like being able to like teach English to their daughter and things like that. So they all get paid tons of money and they, they lie a lot to this rich family to get in more into them and start doing more work for them and things like that. Uh, so this, I want to really just want to take the concept of Parasite and flip it on its head for the sequel. So obviously, what do I want to first thing I want to do to it? I want Hollywood to take it and cast all white people. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you, you don't have to try. They'll definitely do that. But this is the satirical side of my of my movie, which is I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to have the rich the rich white people wanting to kind of find out what it's like to be poor so they start doing things that they think poor people do but obviously terribly because they're dumb so they might be like oh well i'm not going to have this 500 dollars steak tonight because i'm pretending to be a poor person i'm going to go to burger king <laughs> it's because they think that's what kind of poor people do yeah. like they just start shopping at like instead of at like a waitrose which is a, f- uh, a fancy supermarket here in the uk they go yeah. to like m&s instead <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah because they think that's what poor people would do uh they learn nothing during this movie it's just like a tight 90 comedy that would probably end up on like bbc3 yeah after like a year everyone will forget and be like, oh yeah this is a thing uh, no, it would win like Kids' Choice Awards at the Dumb sure. Fuck Awards. Or like best Kiss or something like that. <laughs> it would win like <laughs> Best Use of Guns or something like that. It's a weird <laughs> award ceremony. Best Finger in Scene. <laughs> yeah, you're like, there's no guns in this movie. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, these guys. Yeah, and it's just them kind of pre- trying to like prove to people that they can so what it would be it would probably be the kids and they would tell to the parents they'd be like i don't even need your money and they're like well yeah. so i'm gonna go for a week can i borrow two grand because i need to go out for a week and the parents <laughs> are like what that's not how this works so they get like they get a job but they only last like half okay. an hour yeah they call keep calling people like peasants yeah, they keep going, well, why would you not just buy this TV? It's four grand. Why would you get that £200 one? And they're like, well, I don't have four grand for a TV. And they just look at them like, what? What? <laughs> so it's basically about rich white people refusing to accept there's a lower class of living. Sort of like a secret millionaire. Is that what show? A secret, a secret boss. Yeah. yeah, like undercover boss when they decide. Yeah. Well, they don't understand why people are struggling <laughs> when they only pay them like seven dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah. Why? They're like, I don't, I didn't realize people would struggle this much if I didn't pay them minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> Should I change it? No. Let's find people, better people. Wouldn't that be hilarious if it undercut, like, you do an undercover boss? It's probably happened in an episode. They go to like work at the lowest point in their company and they get sacked, like half a day in they're like yeah you're not cut out for this we don't want you here i kind of think it, it must have happened once like it, sh- it should have really happened if that shows legitimate i want i want that to be happened to be like you got to the boss and you just come like so lazy because you have like nothing to do he's like yeah but you you've just allocated all your responsibilities to like your assistants you're just like oh yeah I'm, I'm the boss i just i just drink whiskey and i jerk off in my office and i and i i go to a meeting like once a day which i pretend to listen and then that's just their job. And then he just goes like, oh, you're going to be the cashier boy at this, this, this branch of Burger King. And they're just like, they're actually shit. I can legitimately see that happening. Can you imagine if that happened in real life? Because Undercover Boss is a bit scripted. So imagine if yeah. uh, it happens in real life, they decide to do this experiment. They don't last a day. So they're like, oh, fuck, well, I fucked that up. But at least I've got some good research. They go yeah. in the next day to the meeting 
and the people that are just like just beneath them, like just beneath them as the CEO goes, what are you doing here? You got sacked. <laughs> well, yeah, I, they, can't, they can't make a connection like now they just know it as a person get out get out yeah. they just hand them their p45 as ceo <laughs> and they're like you got sacked yesterday so sorry um can you move your car because we've kind of given it to your replacement already like <laughs> your parking space and it's like oh that'd actually be a better movie i'm gonna make that movie instead yeah that would be quite a good one we've definitely thought of some great movies here yeah, like our best one is definitely the apocalypse. Apocalypse, apocalypse vlogger. Yeah, like I love that so much. You know, I would speak to the day's audience because everyone knows like there's a certain amount of like bullshit with these like YouTube people. Like there is some amount of bullshit with most people, but like there is like a lot of conceited crap with like YouTube. I think. I think it is the best idea, and Rogue Opinions Pictures has its first pic- picture. Yeah, we're gonna get into pre-production. Yeah, get into pre-production and make apocalypse vlogger or whatever. That's a working title, so yeah. But no, we we do some good stuff here. So that's us done. I think apocalypse vlogger. We both agreed would be the movie we're most like to see. Absolutely. Uh, Let us know what your favorite sequel will be out of the ones that we've pitched, and how many reserved seats you want for apocalypse vlogger. Uh, at rogue underscore opinion you can find me at nathan greenaway check back for the archives as those are wrestling shit uh there's some uh room 501s with reese that have gone up recently as well so go give them a listen to ben where can people find you and what have you got going on uh ben underscore ebert on the twitters uh, uh nothing to plug right now but yeah in a couple of weeks maybe maybe uh, something that will come up nice well thank you very much for listening guys and we shall speak to you again soon bye